Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Love Kid Min podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kid Min, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Hey, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the I Love Pit Kid Min podcast, uh, number 13, joined by Corey Jones. What's up, Corey? Not too much, Ryan. I'm glad to be here. And man, I know this time of the year, it could be hard for us with ministry, just the weight of it. And what keeps me going is thinking about the different ways that we can praise God for what he's doing to celebrate those wins. And so, Ryan, as we're getting started today, uh, I wanted to hear what is something that you can celebrate? Yeah, that's a good question. So we were just celebrating last night, some friends of ours, we've been praying uh, with both of our families about their grandson that they've been praying for his salvation. And two nights ago, he prayed and trusted Christ as a savior. So last night we were celebrating that. Um, you know, over the weekend, we had uh, this young couple in our, in, in our church. That grew, she grew up in my children's ministry. Um, and Beth and I invested a lot into her. And now she is I graduated from college and headed to the mission field, and we celebrated in our living room with them just how God has been using her. And, Corey, I think you're right. And, you know, this time of year, it's back to school. A lot of people are already back to school. There's just a lot going on, a lot of planning. And it is amazing how when you just stop and celebrate, um, your perspective will change. So what about you, Corey? What have you been celebrating? Uh, Well, there's a preteen. Her name's Ellie. And man, it was cool to celebrate with her family this past week. Um, Before service, uh, we gathered with her and her family, and she was talking about accepting Christ as her Savior. And so it was so cool to see the family rally around that. Um, Her Mm -hmm. dad prayed with her and talked with her and they held hands as a family. And then her two older brothers, they... uh, went with her into the baptistry and her, her older brothers baptized her. And man, it was just so Aww, cool to see that's fun. that family to celebrate with Christ at the center. Um, it, it made ministry worth it. It warmed my heart. I loved it. I bet it did. That That's definitely pretty cool. We all have a lot to celebrate. And hey, if we could turn the question to you, our podcast listeners, what have you been celebrating lately? And maybe it's been a while since you really have celebrated. Take a few minutes and just reflect on what God has been doing in your life and what God's been doing in your ministry and in your family. Um, Remember the old song, Corey, we used to sing as a kid in church, count your blessings, name them one by one. You ever sang that hymnal? Maybe when I was real young. Real little. I remember that as a a kid. Um, Count your blessings, name them one by one, and you'll be amazed at what the Lord has done. God's done so much for us. Let's celebrate. That's so cool. All right, we're in episode 13. Ryan, who do we need to thank today? Yeah, so our podcast partner of the day for episode 13 is Go Curriculum. Go Curriculum, uh, they've been around for a while, a few years. It's a great curriculum. The, the big news recently is that they've launched preschool. So if you go over to gocurriculum.com, uh, you can watch some videos on there about the curriculum. Um, they kind of uh, brand themselves as you know getting kids into the story, and it's all about storytelling and the power of story. And I've taught this curriculum; it's really good stuff. You can, again, you can watch videos, you can download sample lessons. But if you're looking for some great 
elementary curriculum uh, or and or preschool, uh, please go over to gocurriculum.com. Get those free lessons. Um, you'll be glad that you did. This is a great, great resource for all of us that are serving kids in the church. So thank you, Go Curriculum, for being our partner of the day. This weekend, favorite things. Um, Corey and I have a couple of things we're going to share with you. I am going to share with you today, Corey, Bob Goff's book, Everybody Always. Um, and I, Beth and I love Bob Goff, and she has been listening to the audiobook, Everybody Always, and has let me listen in. And, and it's so good on just loving people. Um, in our Sunday school class at church, uh, Beth and I lead an adult Sunday school class. Uh, we are doing the video series that you can get your hands on from studygateway.com based on the book. It features Bob Goff. Uh, so if you're looking for a great book to read, an audio book to listen to, or a curriculum for small group time in, in an adult setting, whether it's Sunday school or, or small groups, check out Everybody Always by Bob Goff. It is a good, good, good book on just the importance of loving people, being the hands and feet of Christ to those around you. That's my favorite thing for the week. What about you, Corey? It's cool, Ryan. Um, the last page, Bob gives his phone number. I'm going to challenge you to give him a call. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. He really does. His give cell phone call. number. Yep. <laughs> All right. My favorite thing, um, I, I, this week I just wanted to talk about postcards. Um, I use Vistaprint to to get my postcards printed. It's super easy and super cheap. And I found that when I have postcards, I keep them in this great big thing by my desk. I find nice. that if I have them handy and ready and they're visually appealing, then I'm going to actually take the time to do it and write them. And so I like to write uh, birthday cards and I'll have some that are um, like our vision statement for the church where it talks mm -hmm. about we're family, love does, Christ in me. Um, we'll have different ones printed for those. And then just like things that are generic that say, I'm really glad, or I hope that, you know, and then I'll have those by my desk. And usually on Tuesday morning, I'll take the time to sit down and write a couple to celebrate with my team, um, and just say, thank you, express gratitude to them. And so get some postcards printed, Vista print super cheap that. and easy. There's probably other companies. I just know that they're really easy to work with. And so, uh, as a kid's pastor, you need to be expressing gratitude, and uh, postcard's an easy way to do it. Oh, it is, and what's it take you? About 20 or 30 seconds to write a postcard, right? Yep. Um, and the cost, what's a stamp cost these days? Uh, I don't know. I just put them in more. cents? No, I don't. No, I know they're not no, 10 no. cents. <laughs> they're, a, they're a little bit more than that, right? They are. They are. A hey, great idea, Corey. Love that. Go get you some postcards and, and tell some people that you love them and that you're thankful for them. Today we'll be hearing from Tina Hauser. Tina has been dedicated to kids ministry for more years than I've been alive. She's a member of the Kidman Academy faculty and she focuses on early childhood ministry. She's authored more than 17 books. And one of the things that I personally love about Tina is that her grandkids call her silly grandma. 
So today, Tina is going to be giving us instant ways to be a better teacher. So let's turn things over to this week's expert guide. Don't be in a hurry. Okay, just don't be in a hurry. We get all these things in our lesson plan. Oh, I've got all the supplies to this. I've got this craft all put together. Da, 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 da. This is going to take five minutes and 31 seconds. And then this is going to take two minutes and 46 seconds. And you, I just have it all planned out. And the kids get into something. You go, oh, we got to move on because I got all these other cool things to do. And you don't even finish those things. What you're trying to do is get from point A, which is your start, through all of your things in your lesson plan, to point B. I grew up in a home where my dad was a point A to point B person. Every summer for about, oh, six, seven, eight years in a row, we would travel from southern Indiana all the way down to Daytona Beach, Florida. But my dad got us in the car in our yellow station wagon and he was going to Daytona. In the car was our food. It was our drinks. We had our sleeping bags there. So on this trip, my brother and sister and I sat looking out the back window of the station wagon, trying to get the semis to honk their horn, waving at all the cars that were behind us. When the sun went down, we'd pull out our sleeping bags and we'd gaze out that same window at the stars. The food was in the car, the drinks were in the car. The only thing we stopped for between Southern Indiana and Daytona Beach was to get gas. And when we got gas, while my dad was pumping it, you better get in and go to the bathroom and be back in the car when he was done because that's the only stop you got. It was pedal to the metal and my dad was a point A to point B person without any interruptions. Now, when I got married, went on a trip cross country, you know, I had no idea that historical markers existed. Truthfully, seriously. We're into this drive, and an hour or so into the drive, my husband pulls off the road. I'm like, what are you doing? What, what, what's going on? Uh, we have a flat tire or something? No, historical marker. I said, what? Historical marker. What's that? He said, hop out. Let's read it. And it told what happened in that place. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. How'd you know it was here? He goes, oh, they're all over the place. Really? We get back in the car. We're going down the road in 45 minutes. He takes an exit. What are you doing? Oh, I got thirsty. I thought I'd stop and get a drink. Are you serious? Stop and get a drink? It should be in the car. We don't stop for that kind of thing. Point A, point B. No stops in between. And that's the mentality that we get into when we're teaching. So, don't be in a hurry with your preschoolers. If you're moving from one place to another, you're maybe going to go outside to hear a story or something, just figure into your time an extra five minutes because they've got to look at the grass and they've got to touch the grass and they've got to look at the bug and touch the little roly-poly bug and make him get all in a ball. They've got to just gaze up into the trees. they got to pick up rocks. they got to swing around sticks. They've got to explore. Just don't be in a hurry. That's all building relationships there. If you're reading a story to younger kids, you're holding up your book, and here's what we do. We read across here, we read across here, flip the page. Read across here, read across here, flip the page. Read across, 
And that's the way you go through that book. And you know, you've experienced this. A kid will reach up and just put his hand on the page. Look! And they want to touch something there. Or they say, just blurt out, what was that little, you know, a bug or a tree or bush or something and peeking out somewhere. I saw little eyes. Whatever it is. They want to explore that entire page. And that is very important. They need to ask questions about the pictures. They need to point things out and have you ask them questions about what's going on. So don't be in a hurry. All of these visuals on the page that they are absorbing are important for them to retain the story. Now for your older kids. Maybe you've got them in a role play exercise, which is just one of the top ways to learn. But they're doing this role play and you go, okay, we're going to move on to something else. And they're really excited about it. They're creating new things. What you've done is brought a great experience to an end prematurely. Maybe they are writing a commercial or writing a song together or writing a story together. You can't do that in five minutes. Some activities, some really, really good learning activities take a lot longer. Sometimes they may take your entire class time for one activity. But if the kids are involved in it, they're engaged in it, don't cut them short. One of the things that we do that takes quite a bit of time, but it is such a memorable activity and so engaging for our kids, is we take Mr. Potato Heads and we create a scene. We reenact the Bible story. So we put all of them together. We get little props and everything. We set up the scene and then we snap a picture. Then we go to the next scene. We create another scene from the story and we snap a picture. Then I take all those pictures put them together on PowerPoint, and we have the whole story together. Now, this is something that Ryan Frank has used years ago, and he calls them tater tales, but those are on PowerPoint for you to use. These are ones that the kids actually create themselves, and it takes time. But I can tell you, my kids will recall those stories when we do something that they're really engaged in, if I would say, okay, let's stop doing this. We've got enough slides. I know you guys are getting real creative, but let's just do this and I can mark it off my list. Don't be in a hurry. Break into as many groups as you possibly can. You want every kid to experience it firsthand, whatever it is. So if you're doing something, try to break the kids down into smaller groups so that they can all have a chance to interact, so they all have a chance to see what's going on. Okay, let's just think about um, a science experiment. It's easy for me to tell you about. You've probably seen this one. You get a pie pan, put some water in it, and then you shake uh, pepper all over the top of the pie pan of the water. Okay, then you take a bar of ivory soap You dip it in some other water so it's wet and then you lay it down into the top gently Right in the middle of all that pepper and what happens? It just scatters to the edge the pepper just goes away from the soap So I can do that 
and have 20 kids huddled around me, all pushing and shoving, and one of them probably over the top of the pie pan so nobody else can see. It's a cool experiment. You can relate it to a story, but a bunch of the kids didn't see it. They didn't experience it. This is so easy. It's a pie pan, a bar of soap, some water, some pepper. You've got all those things. So separate your kids into five groups. Four kids in each group. And then you can take it step by step and have each one of them, each one of the groups, go through the experiment. Now, ideally, it would be nice to have an adult in each one of those groups. But let's be realistic. You probably don't have that many helpers in your room. Something like this. You just say, okay, everybody put your pie pan out and you can lead it. If you want, you can choose a leader, one of your um, kids that have leadership capabilities, put them in the group. But this is a simple thing that they just follow step by step instructions. Some of you right now are going, okay, how can you use that experiment with the Bible story? Let me just tell you, this is a great one to add to that story of where the four friends take their friend up on the roof, right? And they dig a hole in the roof, and then they let their friend down. The reason they did that was they couldn't get in the door. But what happened when they let their friend down through the roof? Yeah, the people moved aside, didn't they? Just like the pepper moved aside when we put that bar of soap down into it. Okay, so you've connected that way. You've broken your kids into a lot of smaller groups, and now they are all with you. Every single one of them is with you because they're seeing it up close, personal. They are engaged. Thank you, Tina. Um, wow, you know, Tina is such a blessing, and I've had the opportunity to know Tina for probably 20 years now, back when she was a children's pastor in Kokomo and I was a children's pastor in Sweetser. And, and then, you know, Corey, she's, she was the editor of Kids Matter magazine for a long time. And like you said, she's written so many books, she travels and speaks. And if you follow her on Facebook, you know, she's had a rough year with her health and, but yet she just, um, she just, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, expresses joy. I mean, all the time. She just, um, joy just really oozes out of her. So, so thankful for her. Tina, thank you for what you, how you serve the children's ministry community and how you love people so well. And this is a great reminder for me, Corey, that I need to slow down and not be in a hurry because there are times in my life, as I'm sure there are in all of our lives, where we just rush through things so quick to get things done. But then, um, you know, we can often run over the important things in life. So, I need to remember to slow down sometimes, and I'm sure you're like that too, Corey. Yeah, for me, I loved her challenge to think through every kid and helping them to experience firsthand whatever we're take, is taking place in the room, what we're teaching. I need to think about my lessons um, from every kid's perspective and think about how to break it down so maybe that they could have little groups and every kid can experience the lesson firsthand. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, hey, let's keep the conversation rolling. This week in the I Love Kidmen Facebook group, we want to hear how you are working on becoming a better teacher. So go to I Love Kidmen in Facebook. There's a little search bar. Search for episode number 13 and let us know on the post 
what you're doing to grow to become a better leader, a better teacher. Um, and how are you going to apply what Tina said today? Or what bonus tips would you have for all of us on how to instantly become a better teacher? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, hey, this is episode number 13. Corey, we made it through episode 13. 13's a big number. Remember when you turned 13, became a teenager? That was a big deal. It's a big deal. So, um, hey, thank you to Corey. Thank you to everybody who's worked so hard at making this podcast possible, all the expert guides we brought you. And thank you to you for listening and helping us spread the word. Can't wait to see you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidman Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.